Hello, everybody. Welcome to Wise Guys Sports Talk. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TheWiseGuysST. Like us, roast us, I don't really care. Make sure to smash that follow button because you're going to need to to do either one. And we are live. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Wise Guys Sports Talk. I know it's been a while. Um, We've had some things come up, but we're back and ready to come back with some more content. Uh, We'll start off with Mario. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine, doing fine. Um, Kind of a gloomy day in Las Vegas, so just looking at that makes you kind of sad, but I hope you guys are having better days with the weather. Welcome back to the show. I know it's been a it's been a while since you've been on. Uh, you missed the last two episodes, so it's good to have you back on and have a full uh, full team again. Yeah, those last two episodes probably were really bad without me. So sorry to all the <laughs> fans out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, obviously I was going, obviously I was going through some personal issues. Um, so, but I'm back, ready to talk some sports. Back in the game, ready to go. Rob, how you doing today? Uh, I'm chilling. You know, I got a lot of school work to do, um, but football is back, so I'm happy about that. And uh, NBA playoffs are crazy, so I'm happy about that too. Will, how you doing? I <laughs> am chilling as a car comes by me. I am recording out of my car in my freaking on a random street right now. <laughs> Because they're doing, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of work being done around my house right now, so I needed some quiet time. But uh, yeah, everything is good. Um, we're in the conference finals, uh, and we have football. So what a time to be a sports fan right now. And the basketball playoffs are obviously going along with baseball. But uh, sports world is good. Life's good. Um, looking forward to the today's show, though. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Football's back. Baseball's on. Hockey and basketball are both good. Uh, the A's are six and a half up on the Astros after whooping that ass this week. So, you know, best believe I'm doing pretty good. But, Mario, you want to give the people the uh, the agenda that we're going to uh, be doing today? Uh, sure. Yeah, why not? Um, so, for today, uh, we're going to briefly talk about uh, just kind of what's going on in the NHL playoffs for a little bit. And then um, in the NBA, we're just going to talk about Game 7, Boston versus Toronto tonight. Um, then we're going to move straight into the NFL for the rest of the show. Uh, we're going to talk about kind of our takeaways, Chiefs-Texans last night, um, just how it's good to have football back. And then uh, we're going to do a new segment for you guys. Um, it's going to be basically sort of like the wisest guy. Um, We'll explain it when we get there. And then to round it out, we're going to go over every NFL matchup for Sunday and the two games on Monday. And yeah, then yeah, let's get into it. You know what I just realized is that since football's back, we'll finally get to do your team sucks. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) But uh, Will, you want to give a briefing on what's going on in the NHL right now? You know, these playoffs have been a, They've been pretty good. They've been really intense. Yeah, so um, we'll keep it short considering um, we have a lot of football to discuss today. 
Um, obviously, the conference finals are going on right now. Tampa is up on the Islanders, um, two nothing, and we'll break down that. I'll break down that series real quick. I don't know if you guys have been following that series as much, but um, the Islanders look like. Eh, I mean, for, for the most part, they look like they don't even belong. They played a tough game too, but they'll always be very tough considering Barry Trotz has that team playing a very disciplined system. But uh, I think it's Tampa's year, man. They they really did a good job adding Barkley, Goudreau, Pat Maroon, and some grit into that lineup. So they're very um, – if they, as long as they don't keep dropping like flies as far as healthy bodies go, they should be able to roll right to the finals. Um, obviously, they are without Steven Stamkos, their number one center. Who's sniffing like that? Me. Holy hell. Um, anyway, and then Braden Point um, just went down last game, so his status is kind of uncertain. So they could be without their two top centers now, but uh, I don't think that will be a problem until the fi- until the Stanley Cup Finals. Have you guys been watching any of those series, that series at all? I've seen a little bit of it. It looks like Tampa's just too much for the Islanders, especially game one. Tampa just looked unstoppable. Snowman them. Rob, have you been Anyone watching hockey? Been? Uh, like, I said, like Will, Rob, have like, you been watching hockey? Like, like Will doesn't watch the NBA. I haven't really watched hockey, so I'm hey. gonna stay. <laughs> hey, nothing, nothing wrong with that. I know, cause during the NBA, I'm gonna probably go for a walk by myself or something. <laughs> you know, just as the most well-rounded member of the group, um, yes, I have been watching both series pretty closely. Um, I didn't get to see the end of game two in the Islanders lightning series, which is upsetting because that was crazy. Um, with the, with the walk off from Cooch, but, um, yeah, I mean, I've been watching pretty much every sport. So, uh, all I, all I could say is, is the Islanders really needed that game too. Uh, they did respond better. Cause when, honestly, when you get shit on, like they did in game one, you always want to see how the team comes back, and they did come back, and like it was a better game. It's just a it's just a heartbreaker to lose like that. So I mean, you have to think that the series is over, even if they win tonight. Um, I when you go down two zero to a team that's playing that well, and you had a chance to go in OT, and you never know in overtime. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a heartbreaker. So I definitely think. That they're not they they don't have what it takes to pull out the series. They're down two out, probably over in five. Yeah, the only reason I'll give the Islanders any kind of life is because the uh, Tampa could be down two health um, two forwards tonight. Kalorn obviously has that one game suspension, and uh, we don't know what's going on with Braden Point right now. So that could spell trouble. The Islanders have uh, can give Tampa problems. And we did see it a little bit in game two, but um, if Tampa Tampa really has a chance to put the dagger in the series tonight, and I hope they do because Islander fans love to talk their shit. Before we move on to the Western Conference, can I ask you guys something? Islander fans love to give Ranger fans shit about how we haven't won a cup since 93-94. However, the Islanders just made their first conference final in 27 years while the Rangers have been – Still making noise since then. 
and they want to talk shit, they may get swept in their first conference final appearance in 27 years. What, like, how does that make sense? It sounds like the Jets and Giants of the, of the NHL. <laughs> Honestly. Hey, well. Actually, I mean, the Giants won two Super Bowls. Hey, well. Knock, yeah. knock. Shut up. No, knock, <laughs> knock. Who's there? Owen. <laughs> Owen who? Owen too. I just like the Islanders. You saw that tweet, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. Someone did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to something our listeners probably know a little more about, and that is Robin Leonard and the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, they are struggling to keep pace with the Stars. They are down two to okay. one. In my in my opinion, though, Vegas is the superior team here. They've looked far better in almost every game. They just can't – they just keep running into hot goalies or something. I don't know what the hell is no, going on. No, no. They just can't – No, I'm cutting you off right there right now. You, you and I both know quantity doesn't always equal quality. They may throw a lot at the goal. doesn't mean that it's always good shots. They outshot Vancouver in every single game. and the, Or every single game that they outshot Vancouver, the only one that they won was game seven. I don't know, man. That Demko stole a lot, of, stole two games for them. I say, I mean, say what you want. I mean, yeah, qu- uh, quality is better than qu- quantity, but I mean, when you're thr- when you're literally out shooting and um, putting that much pressure on the other team's um, D, that wears on teams. And the stars just seem to keep weathering the storm, and then they they're opt- opportunistic, just like an OT last night. I mean. Um, you you have that play in transition, and you got that beautiful pass to Rajilov, and Rajilov just completely snipes that top corner. Um, and it just seems like the Golden Knights like just keep bending teams, but they're not breaking them. And the other uh, the stars specifically keep finding those opportunities. I haven't watched the series that closely, so I can't even speak on it too much. But I. The Golden Knights have been the superior team, I feel like, every single game. And, I mean, they're just struggling to find the back of the net in their losses. Well, okay, so you said you haven't been watching it too closely. Um, The only game I didn't see, like, almost all of it was game two. But, no, actually, I did see most of game two. What am I talking about? Um, But in game one, we all know that Vegas actually looked terrible. They yeah. didn't look like they came to play, so that the whole like dominating the, you know, not dominating the whole being superior the whole time, not really that true. They they were superior in periods two and three of game two because that just literally destroyed Dallas in the second period. It was pretty bad. Right. Um. Last night it wasn't like if you watch the full game, it's definitely. It was a pretty even game, even though they outshot them. They it it, it didn't feel like they were really playing that much better. Um, I I don't know. Every time I turned the game on last night, they uh, Vegas was on a power play and just literally would every every time I turned the game on, they're on a power play or um, putting pressure on Dallas in their own zone. So I, I mean, I can only speak on well, that. So the- but even if you go back, even if you go back to Vancouver, though, I mean, like Vegas. Beat dominated every, almost every single game in that series. Demko just stole all those games. 
Am I wrong? No, I'm like, not saying. I'm not take... saying that. I'm just saying Kidobin's like he's not playing as well as Demko did. He's definitely made like a couple big saves, like he has to do. But the re so like when you turn the game on and they're on the power play, the first goal was because Klingberg threw had a delay game. He threw the puck over. Then their best penalty killer ended up tripping Pacioretty in the corner. So then they were five on three. They killed off the five on three, but then the five on four came. And Shea Theodore just threw one up, and it deflected up and over Kudobin. Like, he would have had it. He saw it coming, but it hit a shot, it hit the stick and went over. So that was the first goal. The second goal, Alex Tuck literally threw it at his own guy. It bounced off his shoulder and over Kudobin while he was – it wasn't interference, but, like, it really wasn't anything he could really do about that one. So what I'm starting to say is, like, I'm, they, they are shooting more. They're throwing more at the net. That's why it goes in. But they're not, they haven't had any like crazy, they don't look as put together. Um, when they're on the power play, they do. I won't like their power play looks really good all the time, like you're scared they're gonna score every time. But every single, every single, every single metric I've looked at online, like, like I said, I haven't been paying close enough. I'm trying to tell you, my friend. I, uh, well, every single metric I see, like advanced stats, tell me Vegas is owning play. So I mean, I, I obviously haven't been able to do the eye test, but every, at least every metric has shown me that Vegas has outplayed has outplayed their opponent in basically every game this postseason except for two. I'll tell you, game one, uh, Dallas dominated. Game two, Vegas dominated the last two periods, and game three was honestly very, very, pretty much even, because Vegas would go on a a run of like eight to ten minutes where they just were looked like they were about to score five goals and they were just dominating. And then Dallas would go on five or six minutes where Vegas looked like shit. I, I wish I watched the game now so I could back up my points. I mean, I, I, again, I didn't do the eye test. I was watching football. I looked at the advanced stats and even the surface level stats. Told the, uh, both of those told the story. But – I do want to bring up one thing now because I don't want to spend too much time on these two games. Well, um, Vegas fans, please shut up and stop making a goalie controversy, (laughs) which should be a it's an this should be a non-issue. You guys should be happy you have two great goaltenders, but you're somehow making it a controversy and a freaking TV drama and complaining every time Leonard starts that you want flurry. Guess what? Leonard has four shutouts this postseason. Leonard just came out off of a shutout, and he, of course he's going to start again. And you guys are too busy crying because uh, Flurry's feelings are hurt. Newsflash, he's a team guy. He doesn't mind. You guys are more hurt about this than he is. Not to mention two of his three Stanley Cups he was on the bench for. So I don't understand. This seems to be a trend in his career. You guys need to, like, just shut up and root for your team and – the Boar's got this team playing, too. So, like, stop calling for him to be fired. You guys are going to be very disappointed if you only care about Flurry. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> End of well, okay, I need I need some backup in here. Okay, I before the series started, I already made a really bold-ass prediction. I already said Dallas was going to win in five. So, I kind of have to stick to it, stick to my guns. which means I got to win two more games in a row. I mean, I don't know if they could really do it, but I personally just think they're going to win the series because I think their blue line is way better. And you want to look at your fucking advanced metric fucking stats bullshit? 
out of the like fifty six points that has been scored, or fifty six, yeah, fifty six scoring opportunity. I don't know the correct term. Forty two have come from the defense, or they have been a part of. Well, yeah, I mean that defense, uh, that blue line between Klingberg and Haskin, and they're two of the most talented, offensively gifted defensemen um, in the league. Uh, I have to disagree. I, I couldn't tell you who's going to win. I actually still lean towards Vegas winning the series, but it's going seven. There's no way the series is not going seven. Okay. Yeah. Isaac, this is, this is your team. This is your team. What do you think? Um, well, I, I really agree with Mario. Game one, um, Dallas was just way more dominant physically, and it really looked like it was too much for the Golden Knights. I know it was a really close game, uh, like scoring wise, but no, for the okay, let me clear something up for the record. I know I was generally saying they've been outperforming every game. I know game one, Dallas was all over. Yeah, no, no, I'm just giving my take. They they were, I'm not, yeah, I'm just giving my take. I'm not like disagreeing with you or anything. I'm just. I'm just clearing my name on yeah. that because I know game one Vegas looked lost and they were getting – Yeah, that scoreboard was just a lot closer than, you know, what really happened in the game. Uh, game two, yeah, Vegas dominated. Um, we were too much for them that night. My dad actually watched that game with me. He was actually really happy to see that. I'm kind of getting my dad to start watching hockey. He's never really watched it before. Um, and then game three, like Mario said, was very evenly matched. Um I was just on the edge of my seat the whole time. As much as you guys know I love football, I actually had the ga- football game on my on my phone while I had the uh, hockey game on on my TV because I was just that much more interested in what was going on in the in the hockey game. But, uh, I mean, I think Vegas definitely still has a shot. It's, uh, it's a really close series, and I, I agree with you, Will. It's definitely going to go seven. All right. Larry, you heard it here first. <laughs> All right. Well, that's enough NHL talk for now. Um, we'll be sure to have more next time. Um, really quickly, we got to talk about Game 7. So, Will, you can take a walk. Um, <laughs> game 7 in Boston and Toronto. I know you haven't watched a single second of this series. So, um, it would probably be... I'll be on, I'll be on the sideline. <laughs> All right. Um uh, Isaac, go ahead and just give a quick overview of what you think is going to happen tonight. By quick, I mean 30 seconds. Yeah, Game 7, Raptors-Celtics. Uh, I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, I think the Celtics are the more talented team, even though the Raptors did win more games in the regular season. Uh, I'm going to go with the Celtics winning tonight. All right, I'll go next, so then Rob can have the floor for more than 30 seconds. All right, game seven, uh, bet Boston the first quarter, the first half, and the full game. Kemba Walker over 21 points. Boston will definitely win this game seven. They should have won game six. The referees gave the Toronto Raptors a gift. The NBA wants that series to go seven, so it create more buzz, be more interesting. Um, over-under is only 203, but I still think it goes under. It's going to be defensive, going to be tough. Um, yeah, Rob, floor is yours. Yeah, so uh, Mario kind of hit it on the dot. Game six, uh, uh, the Celtics should have won. Um, but credit to the Raptors. They played hard. Kyle Lowry's a monster. Um, he's a little underappreciated, I think, and that's clearly his team. And, not- and um, 
you know, game seven is going to be really interesting because all the starters for each team played over 50 minutes or over 48 minutes in, uh, in game six. So does fatigue play a thing? And then really for Boston, the reason why I'm taking the Raptors is Boston doesn't have, they play about six guys and that's their starting five. And who comes off the bench? Ah, oh, I can't think of who comes off the bench for them, but I it's think Mark, it's Cantor. It's not Mark. Where's um? Never mind. Um. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh. So um. You know, I'm gonna take. They have the momentum. I think they stole Game Six, and um. I I think it's gonna be a really good game, and I think people are just kind of sleeping on them. I do. I will give that Boston is a more talented team, and I know Kemba played horribly last game. Uh, I think he only scored about five points, and he went, like, one for – or two for, like, eight or something like that, two for ten. Um, he didn't play very well. He won't do that again tonight. But um, I just think that Kyle Lowry and Siakam will step up, and OG Ananobi has been a stud for the Raptors playing at the five position. So they're playing that small ball, and I'm just going to go with the Raptors in this game. All right. Time to tell. You didn't give your pick, Mario. Yes, sir. Yes, I did. did. I said Boston in the first quarter, Boston in the first half, and Boston in the full game. And uh, Kemba Walker over 21 points. That's literally what I let off with. Uh, okay, maybe I was I like, he, gave, he picked Boston for everything. <laughs> literally everything. Boston's minus half a point in the first quarter, which is the only one I'm scared about, honestly. Because I feel like Toronto could win the first quarter like 25 to 24 and you know that would suck ass but all right well who's winning tonight oh what the fuck he is at least let's rob pick who's gonna win in hockey all right yeah well who's gonna win fuck boston thank you well thank you (laughs) he only said that because he doesn't like the boston bruins it doesn't it has no or the red sox I hate Boston sports. All right. Um, Let's go ahead, jump into the overview of last night's game. Um, Obviously, the NFL kicked off last night, the Chiefs versus the Texans in Arrowhead. Uh, I think there was like 16,000 fans there. So Um, the Chiefs ended up winning the game 34 to 20. Um, Don't be fooled by that 20. That was garbage time. Yeah. yeah, uh, we'll, we'll let Rob talk first. Go ahead, Rob. Um, yeah, uh, back. Um, glad to see it. Uh, Chiefs look dominant, um, but really, I think the Texans just have a bunch of problems. Like Mario said, don't look at the score. I mean, it was just garbage time, really. And Deshaun Watson's good enough to score. You know, what was it? Fourteen points or. or 11 points with garbage time left. He's going to do that. So um, the offense of the Texans is horrible. Uh, I think Deshaun Watson got sacked about five times, four or five times. Um, on one of his, I think on his only interception that he threw, uh, it was because he literally had no time. He kind of just Kansas City picked it off. Um, but Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I was wrong about him being the biggest reach in the draft. He looks like a dud. However, in the goal line, um, you know, I think it was, I think it was twice maybe where they were at the goal line. You know, once or twice where they're at the goal line, they couldn't punch it in, and they. Had to go. um, 
I think, I think, I mean, that's something that they can work on. I would like to see them score touchdowns, but I get that you're not going to score a touchdown every, you know, possession. But Kansas City just looks really explosive. And, um, yeah, I mean, they look good. So, Texans, I, I mean, Texans look bad. He looks good. That's my takeaway. Fuck that, Rob. I don't want to see them score touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, they can score touchdowns next week when I don't have to play Edwards Lair in fantasy. <laughs> but, yeah. Isaac, go ahead. Um, Rob kind of hit the nail on the head. Kansas City dominated. They started out a little slow the first two drives, having to punt both times. I was hoping it was a Super Bowl hangover because, you know, those two drives didn't look too hot. Um, that was more wishful thinking because, I mean, obviously Kansas City is probably one of the most, if not the most, talented teams on paper in the league. And they've shown that they have the best quarterback in the league. Um, David Johnson also kind of had shades of his old self out there last night. He didn't look too bad. Um, yeah, Clyde Edwards Hilaire looked great. And, you know, Kansas City just looks like looks like a well oiled machine. Um, and obviously as a Raider fan, I'm fucking scared to play them. Hey, the H is silent. It's Elaire, not Helaire. Yeah. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. As I said, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. No, you keep saying the H. The H is silent. And so it's just Clyde Edwards Hilaire? Yep. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. So, um, this went exactly the way I thought it would go. That uh, I'm as the season got closer, I'm not high in the Texans at all. Um, I wasn't worried about the Chiefs for one minute. They had their first two drives not go great, but it's literally there was no preseason. Like they let them get into a flow of the game. Um, it was interesting though because the Texans said we're not giving you uh your explode your explosive plays. Instead, they uh, they made they kept everything in front of them, but the Chiefs were still able to uh, just slice right through the defense. And I, the if Clyde Edwards-Alaire, if that's what he's really going to look like, good look, good luck, everyone else. I mean, the Chiefs' defense only got better. Their pass rush looked really good last night, and now you got a potential thousand-plus yard runner. Yeah, uh, the, good luck stopping that team. Um, I, I'm not going to speak so much on the Chiefs. Um, the only surprise for me on their end was the fact that Alaire looked absolutely amazing. I really was surprised that he got drafted 32nd overall. Um, but maybe, obviously, the Chiefs know something we don't. I want to talk more on the Texans because they looked horrible. Um, David Johnson could look good all he wants, like he did. He looked really good. But the absence of uh, Hopkins is going to show. It showed last night, and it's probably going to continue to show. So, I mean, that again, Johnson looks fine, but they need a legitimate number one receiver. I think Will Fuller could be that guy. Um. But he, there's no more. There's not that much surrounding cast around him besides that. I think Cooks is like a kind of a burner type deep threat, um, and then Willers, well, Willer Fuller is the same type of guy. So they need a more uh, balanced attack right now. Deshaun Watson was running for his life all night. It literally felt like before he even finished his drop, um, 
someone was already pre- in his face. So uh, it, it just looks bad. Uh, most of their points came in garbage time, which screwed me in fantasy, of course. But uh, yeah, the, we learned nothing. Uh, we learned nothing new about the Chiefs, but the Texans, man, they may be in for a long year. Sorry for this bus that's about to pass me. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I have to say on that game, honestly. Um, Houston's in trouble, man. They, I don't, I didn't like anything I saw from them last yeah, night. Houston's got a problem. I find it very Mario, interesting. Yeah. No, I'm just listening to all the points that everyone's made. I find it quite interesting that you think that when the Texans get rid of their number one guy, who is clearly a crutch for their really pretty good quarterback, that it's a bad thing, but that when Matthew Stafford lost Calvin Johnson, it was a good thing. I just okay. find it funny. You find it funny, but the the Lions, when they got rid of Calvin, they also had Golden Tate, Marvin Jones, and Kenny Galladay. It's not like they were left with nothing. Stafford proved that. What's wrong with Fuller only... and Cooks and Stills and fucking QT? It's, it's, it's like the oh, – nah, he didn't play. <laughs> it's like the same shit. I, well, I uh, think Galladay's a legit one. I don't think Fuller or Cooks is a legit one. I think I, that's I, I, th- I think those two receivers are very one-dimensional. I think they're burners. Did you guys really have Kenny Galladay when Calvin Johnson retired? I thought he retired in like 2015. It was Galladay's rookie year. Oh, he was uh, not a number one <laughs> then, man. No, no, no. Yeah, he wasn't. I'm saying now, uh, he was now, a he, he he became basically a number one two years ago. Yeah, yeah, but Golden Golden Tate was a stud at that point. Yeah, he had just Golden, he had just Golden Tate was good. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not talk bad Gold, about Golden Gold, Tate. That that year, Calvin retired. Golden Tate and Marvin Jones both had um, above thousand yard years. So who's to say that Will Fuller won't have above a thousand yard year? He probably will because he seems to be the only real target on that team. I mean, Cooks, di- Cooks didn't look good well, last here's, night. Here's what I'm saying. Here's here's what I'm getting. Kenny, I'm and not... Kenny Stills, I didn't even realize he played because I didn't see him once. Okay, here's what I'm getting at. I'm not saying that they're very good. I'm not trying to defend them because they look like shit. But what I will say is that the real problem is not really in the receiving core. The real problem is on the offensive line. Thank you. They are terrible. Thank you. They are a bottom three offensive line currently, and they pay, just paid and for Laramie Tunsil. Deshaun Watson's always had for his life, though, on that team. They've never had a good offensive I, line but, around him. Yeah, but it looked especially bad last night. Like I said, but he they, couldn't even get out of his drop. But they also have never had a running game, so that was the trade-off. They couldn't pay Watson and Hopkins, so that's why he made the trade. I'm not saying it's a good trade. But if you're not going to be able to pay him anyways, then you might as well get something. Yeah, I'm not saying they, they didn't make the right business decision or the right decision based on the cards they had. I'm saying it looks bad. Like it, I mean... Well, yeah, okay. It, I think... I think... I, I understand they got their ass kicked last night, but I think that with the leadership they have on the team, let's see how they respond at least. Because it's not like the Chiefs are fucking chopped liver. They're pretty fucking good. Their defense is also really good. So maybe they're just going to embarrass everybody this year. I still think the Texans are going mean, to have around a 500 record. It's just because, you know, Deshaun Watson's going to win them some games. It's just going to be a long season for them because he's going to get beat up a lot. 
I, I agree. They're not going to, like, roll over and be a laughing stock, but they're also not going to – I don't think they're going to be a real threat. And they're obviously going to have a couple of gimmies playing Jacksonville, so – I'm going to say it's more likely that they're one game away from the playoffs than it is that they're picking in the top five. I agree with you. I think we all agree. I think we all agree on that one. No one's. I don't think anyone was trying to say they're going to finish in the top. Oh, well, you just. I think. I. I think we were all just very underwhelmed with what we saw. Yeah. I mean, it was. It was boring after the. After halfway through the third. So. I get that. All right. So. I guess that's a, I guess that's a wrap for the first Thursday night game. Um, you guys want to move into a new segment? Let's go. The wisest guy. Uh, whoop, whoop. The wisest guy in all of the we land. Need to, uh, we need to get some sound effects on this motherfucker. I know. Wisest guy. Wisest guy. Wisest guy. <laughs> okay, so. Um, basically the quick rundown of the wisest guy is every week we're going to rotate who we give a game to pick to. Um, and then they have to pick the spread of that game. Um, so the goal is to see who can really pick at the hard games, if that makes sense, because it's not like we're going to give each other cupcakes. Um, so the whole point is at the end of the season, we see who is the wisest guy by getting the most correct or the least wrong, if that makes sense, because we might be fucking four and twelve in this thing. But um, so we got to keep track of this week in week out. Yeah, I got it. Don't worry. <laughs> I got a pen and paper right here. Um, so I guess I'm gonna kick it off. Um, my guy this week is Isaac. <laughs> um, so this will be fun. Um. I'm going to go ahead and head over to William Hill. Again, all odds provided by William Hill. Sponsor us. Sponsor us. So, for Isaac, this week, I have the... Where is it? Oh, my God. I lost it. Hold on. Sorry. I'm on my phone. I'm doing two things at once. Do-do-do. Okay, for Isaac this week, I have the Saints Buccaneers game at plus three and a half for the Bucks, minus three and a half for the Saints. Oh, damn! And you get a shot clock, so you have exactly uh, thirty seconds to make a pick. All right, this one's in New Orleans, right? Yep. All right, I'm gonna take the Saints minus three and a half. No analysis, just Saints minus three and a half. Yeah, I'm just taking the Saints. I think. Here's why. Um, you know, it's Tom Brady's first game in Tampa, so I think that there will be some growing pains. Also, uh, Mike Evans is questionable. He's not fully healthy, uh, and that's going to be his top target. I know he also has Godwin and Gronkowski and Leonard Fournette, but, you know, Mike Evans is kind of the main guy there. Fournette. Fournette's not even their number yeah, one. Yeah, you guess he was like number, Rojo. He was number three on their depth chart. Um, not – what was that? He's definitely number two on the depth chart. No, they put McCoy over oh. him too, and Ronald Jones. Jesus Christ! Yeah, okay. so he's Damn. not going to play much. He's still learning the system. So I'm going to say this team. This I'm sorry to cut you off, Tampa. If this was like four years ago, this team would be freaking crazy. I still think this team is crazy, yeah. but I think that they're going to be getting used to it. Still, there's going to be some growing pains. I'm taking the Saints at minus three and a half. All right. 
Isaac, your pick this week it goes to Rob. All right, Rob. Um, so what I am going to give you is – let me see. What do I want to give you? Just, I'm going to give just you – Just tell, tell me the game. I'll give him the, the line. I found it. I was just looking at which one I want to give him. I'm going to give him the Titans-Broncos. So yeah. you have the Titans minus two or the Broncos plus two, Rob? Taking the Titans minus two. I think this is an easy one, personally. Uh, the Broncos. Oh boy! I, I think the Broncos. I believe they're missing both their tackles, right? I think that's correct. I think they're missing both their tackles on the offensive line. We have to see what Drew Locke is. Um, you know, Jerry Judy's a stud, but we got to see how he how he does in the NFL. Their defense is nice, but they lost Von Miller. Um, so. You know, Derrick Henry, Boo Boo Henry, my guy, they're just going to hand him the ball 30 times a game. And uh, Ryan Tannehill occasionally going to do the play action and over the top. So AJ Brown is nice. Yeah, that's an easy one for me. I don't know. I've called, I've called uh, the I Broncos like the most gonna... improved team in football outside of the Bucks. Uh, dude, I think you're about to eat your words personally. Hey, they're missing two offense. They're missing two tackles, bro. All right, all right, all right. Rob, your person this week is William. William. Uh, what do I want to give Will? Um, let's get uh, Sorry. Before you what? say something, I just got to bring <laughs> But Before you say something, I'm never recording in the street again. Some guy just came up to me. He's like, are you meeting someone here? There's been a lot of people <laughs> selling drugs right here lately. I'm like, uh, no, I'm on a, I said I'm on a conference call. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. So, god damn it, I'm supposed to go. I, I, I wish two I. Weeks. <laughs> I should. Well, people won't be working on my house at that point. But sorry, I if that comes up in the background of the podcast, I'll be hilarious. <laughs> I proceed. Didn't hear it, so. Um, I'm gonna throw Will a little curveball here. Um, I'm gonna pick an interesting one. Uh. I'm gonna make them choose the Panthers or the Raiders. All right, well, the Panthers That's Raiders. A hard one. We have, I, the Raiders are minus three, and the Panthers are plus three. And the Panthers are at home. I I genuinely think I this one's the hardest game of the week for me. I have no idea. It's a Got boy. Flip. Nice pick, Rob. I let's go. I'm going to go with the Panthers are minus three. Plus three. Plus three. The Panthers are plus three. Okay, yep. I'm going to take the points here. I, I really have no idea who's going to win this game, but I'll take the points. All right. Um, so, oh, my, the only – I think they're both very weak defensively. Carolina's got probably the worst run defense I've ever seen in my life, but I think the Raiders <laughs> – are going to have a problem containing Christian McCaffrey. Plus, it's a late travel. Like, I'm pretty sure teams from the um, are traveling on Fridays. So, with the time difference, they may have a hard time adjusting, and their clocks may be off. So, I'll just go with the Panthers. I'm pretty much throwing something at the wall and hoping it sticks. I, I'm not betting this game. I wouldn't touch it with a friggin' 10-foot pole. Well, on this show, you did. So, that a boy well. Let's go. Uh, I'm glad yep. that Carolina has the worst run D. That way, you know, shout out because I have McCaffrey and Jacobs on one team. So just, uh, just they ready may for points for like galore. 50 points 
They're probably going to score 50 between the two of them. All right. All right. Do do I have have you? What do you have? Yep, you have me. All right. So I know we disagree on this, and I'm actually very high on one side of this, which may be an unpopular pick. So I'm going to give it to you. I got it at six and a half. So Redskins plus six and a half or the Eagles. Hey, hey, hey. The Washington football team. Yeah, excuse you. The Washington oh, football team versus the Eagles, <laughs> William. Sorry. Yep. The Washington – I totally fucked that one. The Washington footballs. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call them all year. Hey, Will, uh, we're going by the day of the show. Thank you very much. And we're going by the odds provided right, by so Will Hill. Sponsor us, which is at minus five and a half today. So – uh, Eagles what? minus five and a half. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you, you choose another team. Fucking if you want. kidding me. No, I'm not kidding no, you. That's just the, go that's for the it line. I, I if you want to choose another game, you can. Good. No, I still think because honestly, if I was the odds maker, not if I was the odds maker actually, but I really think there's gonna be like an ugly 13, 10, 16, 13 type game. So Perfect. I don't care either way. I think the number should be at three. What? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Whatever. Let's forget he said that people. Um so yes, we do disagree on this. You're on Washington because you think that all of a sudden they're just gonna be like the you think for this one week they're just gonna be magical and force a tough game and have an ugly ass win or ugly ass game. Are you shitting me? I they literally they have a trash can that plays quarterback while Carson Wentz throws two trash cans. I'll take the quarterback every day. Second of all, for as bad as the Philadelphia secondary is and is going to be, they still have to contend against a trash can. So, therefore, that makes it null and void. It's trash can versus trash can. Now you look at their running backs, also a trash can and an unknown. Then you get to the offensive line. The only good player they had said, fuck you. I'd never want to play for you ever. Then they lost him. They have one good guard, and then the rest are trash cans. So out of the total 22 starters, that is a, I don't know, 14 or 15 trash cans that exist. (laughs) And then you have their front seven, which is good, and I will give you that. And the Eagles are going to have some issues on the offensive line, but they also have Carson Wentz throwing two trash cans and Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. And Rieger, come on, no, what the fuck? He was the worst pick in the first round. Rieger, also, Rieger is hurt. AJ Terrell was. Rieger, hey, 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 this is my time. Rieger, this is my time. Be quiet. <laughs> this is stop, my time. Stop with this Jalen Stop with this Jalen Rieger shit. First off, he may not even play. I don't think he is. And who's to say he's going to be good? He was like a second round talent at best. Yeah, they should have taken okay. Jefferson. We can agree on that. All right, shut the fuck up, Isaac. This is my time. <laughs> <laughs> Back to my trash can analysis. So, um, I will take Philadelphia minus five and a half all day, every day. And here's why. Even when last year I bet this game at minus five and a half for the Eagles, and it looked like they were about to let me down when they win by three points. On the very last play of the game, Dwayne Haskins, like the trash can he is, decided that, oh, we're down by three. There's no one open. I'll just take a sack and fumble it backwards 30 yards. And the Eagles picked it up and scored a touchdown and covered the spread. So give me Philadelphia minus five and a half. That's the worst bad beat ever. 
<laughs> that was a great beat for me. I know, but anybody else, that's the worst bad beat ever. So give me Philly all day, okay. five and a half, even though they're they're not going to well, look good. Okay, it'll be a twenty to seven game. I'm going to go out there and say this right now. Bookmark this. Eagles will probably still win. I say it's 16-13 or like 13-10. I just think the forget. I mean, the Eagles are without two of their starting offensive linemen. Wentz is already banged up, apparently. They're already banged up all over the offensive side of the ball. They're, I think Haskins is going to take a step forward. And I think McLaurin has a big player too in him. I, I just think they keep it close enough. I really do. I'm not saying they're gonna look good. I just don't think the Eagles are gonna look good either. Like I, I really think, think this only... is ugly. <laughs> okay. Wait, look, hey, this was not your this was not your bet. You don't get to talk about it. It's fine. All right. I just I'm just kidding. I we'll talk about it in the full in. slate, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Because I fine. I just right. this is I'm gonna catch. <laughs> okay. Um, so now that we've done that, we'll be sure to keep everyone updated as the season goes on on where we are in the standings. Um, I think Will had got the shit end of the stick on this one. Who fucking knows who's going to win that game? I'll be honest. I'm a Raiders fan, not a damn clue. Sorry, Will. Thank I you. Had to that, do was it the, you that was the that was the <laughs> toughest freaking game of the week to bet. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Exactly why I'm not going to bet it. <laughs> Maybe the over. <laughs> 47 and a half. I was going to say, I'll bet, the, I'll, I'll bet the over. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on to the full slate. Will, you can finish your analysis about the Washington footballs versus the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, get, I really just don't – I don't have that much of an analysis after the – what I – it's going to come down to the battle in the trenches, and I think it's going it, to – the Redskins are going to wreak just enough havoc where the Eagles can't find any um, – a flow to the game, I guess. And I think, I mean, you can say all you want about Haskins. I think he's going to take a step forward. I think he's going to – and defenses have the disadvantage earlier on in the year. So I think um, the Redskins uh, – the footballs could possibly take advantage of that. Um, yeah, I, I just – I don't know. I, I really think the Eagles are already just too banged up, and they just don't well, scare me. Like they, they well, just... I, I'm not saying that to scare you. I'm just saying they're covering five and a half. And it'd be really hard for Dwayne Haskins to not take a step forward. Did you see him play last year? <laughs> he looked terrible. Did, his, his, off, his offense <laughs> didn't get any better. But I think it got worse. They lost uh, AP. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I Okay, hey, and what do you guys own. think about you that? Their, already... You want to know how their offense can get better? Bench Dwayne Haskins and put Alex Smith back in. <laughs> Literally, okay. If that happened, I'd take Washington, honestly. I swear. Where it, so, can I, like, laugh in your face if my bet hits? Yes. Yes, you can. Yeah, that's, you can. That's the whole point of I'll this be being on, on record. You could, just, you could just shit on my life. That's fine. <laughs> I'll, I will be back next week laughing at you guys. <laughs> so what happens when it, what happens when Philly covers? Can I just sit there and laugh at you? Or are you going to get your feelings hurt like a little baby? <laughs> okay, if it's a fucking blowout, yeah, laugh at me. But say it's like 17 to 10, you, come on. No, I, that, they cover. You can't Fuck just you. laugh at me. <laughs> yes, I can. The same way you can't laugh at me if it's fucking 16 to fucking 12. <laughs> 
<laughs> Literally, fuck I'm you. Sorry, I'm done with. I I made a bold prediction, and you guys are shitting on it. So that's why I want to be able to laugh in your face when it's all said and done. I made a bold prediction with the but, stars, and you fucking want to shit on my laugh too. Don't be a weenie. No, I'm just, just <laughs> for being so sensitive. I'm, not I, I'm just I'm respectfully disagreeing. I'm I'm feeling a little uh, sensitive today, but you know. Okay, look, I'm not making fun of you. I'm making fun of the footballs because they are trash cans. The footballs are going to be uh, a little more competitive in this game than you think. Anyway, they're picking guys, top three in the draft. No one, no <laughs> one wants to listen to this anymore. <laughs> they're picking top three in the draft. Trey Lance will I'm be saying. their quarterback <clears throat> next season. <laughs> oh, <my>. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Uh, let's get on to the full slate real quick. Um, we're really only going to, I guess, break it down if we have disagreement, um, which seems to happen a lot on the show. So be pre- strap in. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, game one, we got Jets versus Bills. Bills are minus six and a half at home. All right. What say you, Will? Um, the Bills are going to take this easily. I think uh, my um, – Final score prediction, 27 to, like, 9. Um, the Jets are not going to be able to move the ball against them whatsoever. And I think the Bills have a much improved offense. I'm looking forward to the Bills. I think you guys all know how high I am on them. I love Josh Allen. I love his surrounding cast. Simple as that. Rob, what do you think? Yeah, I'm with Will on this one. Uh, Bills are going to cover, I think, pretty easily. Uh Jets' defense got worse. Uh, they lost Jamal Adams. C.J. Mosley opted out. Uh, and the offense for them outside of Darnold and Le'Veon, I guess, aren't very good. So uh, I got the score like 24 to about 10. All right. Well, Isaac, what do you think? Uh, I think it's going to be a close game. I still think the Bills win. But I have it about 20 to 17. What? So you got the Jets? Ah! No, I have the. I said the Bills win. I just think. Yeah. Okay. We're talking about the spread. Oh, buddy. the spread. Yeah, I like the Jets plus six and a half. Holy um, shit! I'm gonna have to jump ship on the Jets. Uh, only be I like Sam Darnold's just getting screwed over and over again. But at least he's still playing in the league, unlike Josh Rosen. Um, <laughs> so we got <laughs> um, with them losing Adams and Mosley. It's just really a lot. Like that's that's so disappointing. Like they had they were gonna have a top ten defense. Now they're gonna have a bottom ten defense. Nah, it's just gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough for them to compete. The Bills are well coached and disciplined. So uh, final score probably about shit. Give me twenty seven or thirty two thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, so, but fuck Isaac, really? That's terrible. <laughs> I think Sam Donald is keeping him in the game. That's all I really got to say. Against that defense? But are you also, kidding the Bills me? are very run heavy, so they're yeah. not going to score fast. Yeah. They just added Stephon Diggs, bro. They're passing more this season, for sure. My, my, my prediction is they get out to an early, like, 14 nothing lead and then coast. All right, all right. I think, Let's yeah, move you'll on. start seeing – it'll be run heavy in the season. Let's move on. We got a lot of games to get through here. All right. Patriots, Dolphins. Patriots are minus six and a half at home. Uh, I'll kick this one off. Only 
let's let's go through this a little quicker. So, not so much analysis unless we disagree. Well, so let's just get everyone's first pick uh, on the minus six and a half with Ryan Fitzmagic starting. I'm gonna go ahead and take the Dolphins. Can I go next? Yep. I'm with you. I'm, uh, no, awkward. I think we're all gonna agree on this one because I I agree with you, Mario. Uh, Patriots they have like eight or nine players opt out on defense. Uh, you know, this is Cam Newton's first time with a new team. Um, you know, Fitzmagic is always good in September for some reason. He's always good in like the first three games of the season <laughs> and then just shits the bed the rest of the season. So um, I agree with you. I think the Patriots will win a close one, but I'll take the Dolphins plus the points for sure. I agree. The Dolphins well, always play the Patriots tough and the, the Dolphins got a better defense now. I still think the Patriots win, but it's going to be close. Well, um, so I'm going to disagree. I think the more I'm thinking about it, I think the Patriots are going to cover. I'm not saying it's going to be too lopsided, but I think they'll win by at least a touchdown. The Dolphins will hang tough. They always do hang tough for some reason with the Patriots, and Fitzmagic does play well in September. But uh, I don't know. I think Belichick's going to have this team coming out firing. I feel like he feels disrespected. This team feels disrespected, and uh, – yeah, I don't know. I just think the Patriots are going to be able to take care of business rather not easily, but I think they'll cover. I think this will could go either way, though, because Belichick is out to prove a point this season. No. Yeah. Look, I, wouldn't, I won't be surprised if they don't cover. I think the Patriots win either way, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a field goal game. So I'm not going to disagree hard with you. I'm just – it's just my opinion. Okay, okay. All right. Um, next up, we got the Browns Ravens. We got the Ravens minus seven and a half at home. Uh, Rob, which one do you have? Browns or Ravens? Look, uh, you know, I know everyone's high on the Browns again, but uh, I got to see it first. So I'm going with the Ravens minus seven and a half. Uh, okay. Yeah. Isaac? You know. uh, Browns or Ravens? I agree with Rob. Ravens. Action Jack, the baby. Well. Browns or Ravens? Uh, Raven, Ravens are too much for them on both sides of the ball, Ravens. All right. Myself, uh, we're going to have to go 100% agree, Ravens, minus 7.5. Uh, I think this game is going to be about 33-23, probably. 10-point game, yeah, I got to say. Nah, I'm going to give them 34. 34-23. Oh, okay. <laughs> 11. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I had to switch it up there. All right. So we all, we're all on the Ravens. Uh, we'll save those two games for last. Uh, we already talked about that one. Um, I guess we could give it a crapshoot Raiders Panthers. Will already took them plus three. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and take. Give me. Give me the hometown boys. Give me my Raiders. Minus three to push to push. <laughs> Who do you have, Rob? Yeah, I was gonna say Raiders push. Uh, it's gonna yeah. be a okay. okay. All right, Raiders, Isaac. Raiders push. Side note: Very excited to watch David Arnett play this weekend. All right, Will. We already know where you stand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, look, I, I mean, like again, they're the home I'm, team. I'm not. I, I just – it's a coin flip game for me, so I'll just take the – that's my only logic. I got gotcha. you. 
Oh, it's good logic. Sound and logic. the road team. Uh, we're just um, we're just Raider fans, so. Yeah, I think yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, um, yeah I, I wouldn't be surprised either way. Packers Vikings. Uh, the Vikings are at home minus two and a half. Uh, Will you start? Which one you got? Packers uh, or Vikings? Okay, yeah, we'll come back to Rob. Oh, there we go. You taking the Vikings, William? Yeah, I'm taking the Vikings. Oh yeah. Okay, Rob, who you got? Uh, I'm gonna go opposite. I'm taking Aaron Rodgers and the Packers plus the points. Okay, Isaac. Uh, I like the Vikings. Ooh, okay. Uh, I also like the Vikings. All right, let's go ahead and discuss this one. All right, Rob. So you have them plus two and a half. Why? Um, you know, I think I think Rodgers has a little motivation this year. Uh, everyone's saying he's washed up, and they drafted a quarterback uh, in the first round. Um, they lost Stephon Diggs. I know that they got Justin Jefferson, but I mean, we'll have to see what he is in the NFL. And then Dalvin Cook. Um, you know, he's always injured. I mean, last season he wasn't for the most part, but he seems to always get injured, and I can't trust him to stay healthy. So I'm going with what. All right, and the reason I'm going to have to disagree with you is because unless Dalvin Cook gets hurt on his first carry, that run defense is god-awful. You will see Dalvin Cook go for 180 and two touchdowns. Can you guys get a linebacker on the Packers right now? No, I cannot, but I'm just saying they're going to dominate. The Vikings will dominate the time of possession. That's an outside pass rusher. He's basically a defensive end. He's an outside linebacker, bro. In a three-four scheme, which means defensive end. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, he's uh, (laughs) this this Packers run defense may be the second worst in the league behind the Panthers, and they got to deal with (laughs) probably the best running back in the league. Um, so when I'm looking at this game, I'm looking at Matt. What? Why are you guys reacting so delayed on my what I'm saying? You said Hello? the best running back? Hello? Can, no, oh, yeah. Dalvin Cook is one of the best running Can you not hear me? No, we can hear you. Yeah, I can. I think you're delayed on us. Like, we talk, and then you hear us, like, two seconds later. All right. Yeah. I was, wa- I was wondering why I'm getting so cut off. Um, so, I think Dalvin Cook's one of the best running backs in the league, and I'm looking at matchups. The This is a big – matchup problem for the Packers. They're not going to be able to stop Dalvin Cook all game, which means the Vikings are going to be able to control the ball, and I think the Vikings have a very strong defense. Mike Zimmer seems to get the best out of this defense all um, all the time. The Vikings may be a legitimate threat. I'm also, as the season creeps up closer, the Vikings seem to look better and better on paper for me. So, it's a problem for the Packers, and I don't know if they'll have an answer for Dalvin Cook. Fair. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's. Isaac, did you want to chime in, or did we cover everything? Uh, you guys covered everything. Um, but I'm excited to see Justin Jefferson play. I'm really excited to see this rookie class. They had a lot of hype coming in, so not just the rookie class for the Vikings, but I mean like around the league, they had a lot of hype coming in. So it's going to be fun to watch. All right. Uh, we got our next game on the schedule. We have the Colts on the road. 
versus Jacksonville, minus eight. Uh, I'm going to kick this one off. I'm going to take the Colts. Pretty easy. Will? Colts. And I don't even need to explain it. <laughs> Rob? Yeah, I think we all agree on this one. Colts. Isaac? I'm going to take the Jaguars to win. I'm oh. kidding. I'm taking the Colts. Okay. Um, as much as I love my boy, Uncle Rico, I'm sorry, buddy. You, there's no one there. <laughs> they got Miles Jack. That's their only game. Mm, Trevor. Yeah, I mean, they have DJ Shark. Only problem is. That's true. How is he going to get the ball? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. All right. Um, we already talked. Sorry. We already talked about. Okay. So Chargers minus three. In Cincinnati for Joe Burrow's debut, um, Isaac, which one do you think? Chargers minus three, or Bengals plus three. Isaac, oh, starting with me. Um, yep. I pick. I'm gonna have to put my money where my mouth is because when we made the season predictions, I predicted the Bengals this to be one of their wins. Um, so I'm gonna take the Bengals. Uh, I also think that Joe Burrow is going to do pretty well in his debut. The Chargers are already dealing with some injuries. Tyrod Taylor has been a successful quarterback in the past, but I don't know how he's going to really do in L.A. But uh, I'm going with the Bengals, plus three. Rob? Yeah, I'm going Chargers. Uh, I think Joe, I think Joe Burrow is going to struggle in his debut. Um, but uh, the, Bengals, the Bengals' defense is – pretty bad and you know the Chargers got weapons with Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen and Tyra ball over so yeah I think that's an easy one I think the Chargers went easily I got the Chargers too Will yeah I got the Chargers I think Joe Bur- that's a tough task for Joe Burrow in week one without any preseason games this uh, would be the most Chargers looking thing ever Joey Bosa games yeah, well, I don't make predictions based on that's such a Chargers thing to do. <laughs> I just, I, uh, it's just too much. It's just too much for a rookie quarterback who's never even seen full speed NFL action. Yeah, I could see that. All right, what's the next game, Mario? Um, for the Saints, Bucks. The Saints are at home minus three and a half. Um, despite everything that's going on, no, you know what? I'm actually gonna. I'm going to take that back. I'm going to roll with the Saints here, too. The team's more put together. They've had, obviously, more years together. Um, I think it's going to be pretty damn close, and I do think the defenses are going to show up. So I will take this game to be a 24-20 game or a 28-24 game for the Saints. I do think that they will have that four-point victory. William, who do you think covers? What's this game right now? Sorry, I was just reading an injury report, which is very bad news for my Lions. What uh? <laughs> what the Saints and the Bucks. Saints minus three and a half at home. Uh, give, uh, give me the Saints. Mike Evans just got listed as doubtful as we speak, um, which means Lattimore will be covering Godwin. This could be a rough first day for Tom Brady. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. They're the same, and plus the uh, Bucks have absolutely no pass defense. So, Saints minus three and a half. They will Rob. Cover. See, uh, I'm glad Will said that. 
probably not going to play because I was going to roll with the Bucks because I thought I was going to be closer. Um, but losing probably your number one, uh, that's not good. And, uh, you know, he hasn't been with the team. And he didn't get to play a preseason with them. So he's going to roll with the Saints in this one. All right. We're all on the Saints. We'll see if Isaac, Isaac might be right. All right. Uh, we have the Cardinals and Niners. Uh, the Niners are minus seven at home. Um, I'm going to kick this one off. Give me the Cardinals plus seven. Pretty much easy cash money on that one. Uh, Will? Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I won't say it's easy money, but I think the Cardinals plus seven. They played them tough all year last year. And uh, obviously there's some uh, heavy bias coming in on the 49ers. Um, no one expects Arizona to be a real threat. So I think the 49ers may struggle a bit. Rob? You already know where I stand on this one. I got the Cardinals as the most improved team in the NFL, and I'll take in them plus seven. Easy. More improved than Tampa? Um, as far as I'm gonna, goes. I'm going to go with the uh, with the Cardinals, too. Um, the Niners have struggled with mobile quarterbacks last season, so uh, Kyler Murray is probably one of the most mobile quarterbacks. And uh, like Rob said, they're one of the most improved teams in football. All right. Um, next up, we have the Cowboys Rams. The Cowboys are on the road. Um, minus two and a half. Rams plus two and a half at home. Uh, Rob, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going Cowboys. Uh, you know, the Rams, you know, we don't know what the running back situation is. Um, Jared Goff, I don't like him. I think he's very overrated. Uh, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, those are nice pieces. Um, but. And uh, Dallas has probably got one of the best offenses, top three probably, in the league. Um, their defense has to show up, but they're playing Jared Goff. So I'm not worried about it. So I'm taking the Cowboys. Uh, I'm with you. I'm also on the Cowboys. I think that their offense is going to flourish with their weapons as well as with their new coach. Um, I am worried about their defense, so – this is going to be a high-scoring affair, but I do think that the Cowboys will end up with the win, either 37-30 or 33-30. to uh, Will? Um, I'm not even going to break it down too much. You guys said it. The Cowboys just have weapons galore. They, they will go toe-to-toe with anybody. Cowboys may be a real problem this year. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, which is annoying. <laughs> Um. Oh, I just got the same injury report. I'm really sad. I really needed Kenny Galladay to play. <laughs> um. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. Breaking news here on Wise Guys. Kenny Galladay is listed as doubtful, even though I didn't think. I thought they were just resting him. Fucking pieces of shit. I fucking hate. <laughs> along the with our along al- along with our starting tackle. Well, good thing that I already bet the Bears plus 130. Um, sorry, uh, tangent. Isaac, who do you think wins the Cowboys Rams game? I'm going with the team that is allergic to prosperity, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the next one on the list, uh, well, well, we'll save the two Monday night games for last. I wanted to save these games, but now that God, this is easy for me now. Uh, Bears-Lions. Lions are minus two and a half at home. Give me the Bears all day. I already had them, and then this just makes it worse. Um, Bears all day. Yeah. 
Yeah, I got the Bears too, unfortunately. Um, the Lions are already banged up somehow. And Mitchell Trubisky, apparently, in his he sucks against everyone else. But in three career games against the Lions, nine touchdowns, one interception, averages 290 yards per game. So apparently, we can't stop Mitch Trubisky either. So this could be a long day for me. I may be turning it off early. I My leash is short on this team this year. <laughs> Rob? Uh, I just want to say really quick, I feel bad for Will because uh, he has that bit where he might have to get a package tattoo on his ass. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and Raiders. But uh, what I'll say is that uh, – yeah, with Kenny Galladay not playing and apparently one of your tackles, uh, yeah, I think the Bears are probably going to win this one. I had the Lions winning at first, but hearing that, yeah, that's, that makes it easy. The Bears are going to win. Isaac. All right. To me, before the game – or before that, I thought the game was a coin flip. But not having Kenny Galladay, I'm going to have to go with the Bears. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Um <laughs> This so, is the win that I actually you know gave the Lions too on our season schedules. <laughs> so when we had, uh, um, yeah, well, I I gave them a win here too. All like I'm not gonna lie, I'm really wish I could do my NFC North predictions all over again because things are looking <laughs> a little rough already. Uh, sorry. Um, so let's go ahead and discuss uh, the game that I think everyone is. Wants to bet, and then they wonder what does what do they know that I don't? Um, the Seahawks are up to they're down or yeah they're up to minus two and a half on Atlanta on the road. Um, I already bet the Seahawks at minus one and a half or sorry minus two, so I'm gonna have to roll with the Seahawks here. Um, Isaac, I'm getting out the pump pumps for this one. Seahawks minus two and a half. What's the final score, Isaac? Uh, I think this could be a really high-scoring game because um, the Falcons do tend to score a lot. I think this can be like a a 35-28 game, 35-31. Rob? Yeah, I'm going uh, I'm gonna have to go to Seattle. Uh, I think it'll be a little closer than people think, but uh, I, think, I think Seattle will pull it out minus two and a half. William. Oh uh, yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I was wondering what the odds makers were thinking at first, and now I do understand what they're thinking. I'm still. The reason odds makers have this so um, close, by the way, I think, is because the Falcons have a full returning starting O line, and like early in the season, without um, any kind of off season um, continuity, is key. And they also added Dante Fowler up front. I kind of forgot about that. So their pass rush could be kind of scary with uh, McKinley on the other side. And they, they, um, who the hell was it that came back? Their safety. I always forget his name. Keanu Neal. Keanu Neal. Yeah. So I don't know. They could be a little bit better on the defensive side of the ball. I think it's going to be a high scoring affair regardless. Um, Seattle's going to take care of business. Though. I think we're going to be talking about them in the Super Bowl. At the end of the year. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Getting crazy over there. I have them going to the NFC Championship game. 
I have winning the Super Bowl, so. Oh, shit. Okay, all right. Let's, My pick uh, was the Saints. Hey, 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 hey. Let's move it on here. All right, you you guys relax over there. All right, uh, last up, we got the the two Monday night games. Um, the Steelers are minus six against the Giants on the road. Uh, give me the Steelers all day. Like, I don't even think it's going to be close. Um, Will? Yep, I'm with you again. Steelers, this game will not even be close from – this game will never be close. Literally, it's giant, like 30 to fucking 10. 10. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, Rob? Yeah, Steelers all day. Uh, one of the best defenses in the league. And Big Ben coming back, so, yeah. Isaac? Steelers steamroll. Big Ben looks good. Okay. Um, now, I think this will be an interesting one. Um, Rob already gave his minus two to Tennessee. Interesting my ass, bro. So, Tennessee versus Denver in Denver. <laughs> Rob already said his minus two, so he has to be quiet during this portion of the of the show. Fuck you, Rob. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Isaac, what do you think? Uh, I got Denver plus two. Um they got some weapons, Court and Sutton, uh, Jerry Judy, Noah Fant. They just added Melvin Gordon. We all know Philip Lindsay is, you know, pretty good. Uh, I think Drew Locke takes a step forward this year. He looked pretty good last season. And they added some pieces on that defense, including A.J. Bouye. Uh, I did say that the Broncos were the second most improved team in football, so I'm going to have to go with Denver here. William? I'm going to disagree. I'll take Tennessee, even though I'm not that high on them. I think uh, it, there's supposed to be a blizzard, apparently, during this game, and I think that kind of favors Tennessee. Um, as we know, the Broncos may want go to go through the air a little bit more. Uh, yeah, I think that Tennessee defense is a little too much for Drew Locke in week one, but I am high on Drew Locke. Um, but, yeah, Denver also has some big losses on the defensive side of the ball. Um, eh, I, yeah, I don't see uh, I don't see Denver being able to handle this. Um, not handle this, but cover. Um, really, I uh, I can't believe I'm agreeing with Isaac on this show. Oh my god. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take Denver plus two. I have to disagree with what you said. Well, um, even if it is a blizzard, I still think that Denver just plays so well early in the season at home. They just do. It's, it's always, it's always them. It's going to come down to a field goal and it's not going to be a field goal from Denver. It's going to be a field goal from Tennessee. And in that type of shitty ass condition, fuck, even if they make it, they're going to win by one, which means Denver still covers. So give me the plus two all day. Which one? Um, What's that? Which does remind me. I better go. Uh, which reminds me, I should probably go take Gostowski out of my starting lineup this week because he plays for Tennessee now. Yep, but then you have to drop him for someone else. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. <laughs> Maybe you could do- um, drop Duke Johnson now. <laughs> yeah, I try to tell you about him. Um, but anyways, Denver plus two. I just think that offensively. Like Tennessee does have a pretty interesting defense, and they can definitely—they um, always seem to really pull it together. 
probably because Vrabel's their coach. But um, I do think that it's going to be if, – if Tennessee does win, it'll be like by one point. I'm talking like 24-23 if they do end up winning. Um, but I could see it being a 23-21 game. So I'm going to take Denver plus two. That's crazy. That sounds crazy till it happens and you go 0-1 and, and the wisest guy. Hey, bro. I'm going with 1-0, and 0, baby. I think Will's going 0-1. I'm sorry, buddy. God, Carolina. Wait, wait. Eh. Question. What happens if Will pushes or one of us pushes? Then I he can't gets. Push. Then he gets to have a tie. Oh, it's oh one. <laughs> unless you, unless you want to count. I think it's <laughs> yeah. on. I, th- I think it's bullshit. I got the hardest fucking game to pick this week. <laughs> you could have gave it to me. No, I picked first. It doesn't matter. You could have given oh. me the same game. No, I'm kidding. Don't give me the same game. You know what? Well, don't complain. You can go first next time and give someone else the hardest game. Well, I I knew to I give will. you that game because I knew no one else was gonna. I I knew. It- and I was like, oh, I got it for him. All right. Um, uh, so that's only, the that's the full one. that's the full NFL season wrapped up. Um, or the first week of picks and discussion wrapped up. Um, I think it's time we get the hashtag out of here. What do you guys say? Yep, yeah, this was a long show today, guys. Yeah, extra long. Um. Go ahead and give you a little, give you a little exit, exit strategy. I guess uh, Isaac, what do you want to say to the people? Um, for the people, you should be excited to watch sports right now. Uh, never take sports for granted again. Be kind to each other. Uh, if you're in school, good luck. And yeah, that's all I gotta say. Robert. Yes, sir. NFL is back. College football is back. Is my sport, so I'm happy as hell. Uh, school, I just, I don't like this online stuff, so that sucks. But stay positive, keep grinding, and uh, yeah. <laughs> William? Uh, I hope everybody has a great weekend. Uh, I can't wait to watch Sunday Ticket for seven hours straight on Sunday, and uh, I'll talk to you guys next week. Yep. Um I hope everybody is enjoying the sports world. We have a lot of things going on at once, which is great. Um, we get the N- we get the NBA, NHL, and NFL all in one day, which is great. Even tennis, if you care about that shit, I don't really. But um, sorry that Serena lost. You know she's really great, but she lost um, again. The MLS is on. Not that I fucking watch that shit, but. The Seattle Sounders is that their name? Yeah, they scored. Porque, porque, porque. They scored a shitload of goals. <laughs> goal, 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 goal. Um, <laughs> this is a crazy time for sports. Tour de France is on. If you care about that shit, so don't take it for granted. Just enjoy it as a sports fan. Um, even the MLB is semi interesting because there's so many tight races going on. Um, Not the A's. Yeah, until, oh they, my God. until they fucking yeah, what was that <laughs> <laughs> um, but as a wise man once said winning isn't everything but wanting to win is that's my boy Vince Lombardi by the way um, 
thought it was fitting for today's show. Anyways, uh, we'll see you guys next time. Wise guys out. Peace. Wise guys out.